yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, yeah, now it's Square Triple 101, you got your man, the Italian Stallion, Mr. Sadio, now with me, in high school he was voted most likely to be surrounded by men in uniform, they just didn't know he was going to be wearing one, my man Shooter, how you doing today? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or if it's a good thing. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash SquareCircle101. Or hit us up on Instagram at SquareCircle101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. And let's get into this, man. It's always good to be back. Congratulations to you, my brother. Hey, I appreciate you, For succeeding. There was never any questions of you not finishing it or, or accomplishing it at all. Never a question. But... To see you just step out of your comfort zone and then succeed and have the patience to do it. Well, actually, for me to have the patience to put up with you doing it also. That's yeah. thing. I know that is that is a lot. I mean, me, me taking the time off from here to there. But um, after we do, you know, your intro and all that kind of stuff like that, um, I actually, my, my, uh, my keys to victory actually has something to kind of do with that. So go ahead and continue, man. Okay. Well, shout out to you, man. I, you know. You inspire the uninspired like Van Wilder with that one, you know. Hey, I, th- I appreciate that, man. And I and um, you know, I didn't make it out last night. I forgot about it, and you know, the right house. It's a, hey, man, hey, but, hey, it's all that's the that's the beauty of having like yeah. a friendship like mm-hmm. ours, yeah. so, like a brother. It's like whether you can or you can't. There's always there's never no love lost. And I know that Chidon. Chidon. Never explanations on things like that because I knew I was gonna get to see you and mm-hmm. spend time with you today. Exactly. And I can't wait until we got after this three weeks so we can get we get more of a, a routine. It might not be the same day every week because, you know, his schedule here. All right, but, we got Game of Thrones and the Avengers in-game spoils in here, so turn on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm we joking, just lost, we just lost we 100 subscribers right now. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. I didn't think that nah. being nerds were into sports. Oh, for real. <laughs> yeah, but let's get into this, man. I'm hyped. You're feeling good, too. Let's talk about IamRCF.com. It was good to see my man Lowe back in the gym. I saw him post a couple videos. Yes, sir. And, and you see... uh. You know, you can't ever... There's nothing you can say to help anybody when they lose a loved one, of course. You can only just give them your condolences. But it's what they do. It's what the loved ones do afterwards to help them move on as well and, and how they react to it because this could easily go left and all of a sudden it's so depressing for him it affects his kids. You know what I'm saying? It you carries know, on. And, of course, everybody carries things differently. So, yeah. like, I talked about how, like, um, well, my house was broken into and all my stuff got robbed. The first thing I did was... I went to go hoop right after that because that was my comfort zone. That's where I go to clear my mind. So just seeing him back he in there. He thought they were at the park. He wanted to check. Just, <laughs> just nah, but, you know, sometimes you got to get back in your element and get back to, you know, what makes you normal. So, so it's Wait, just a... So he started Col- gangbanging? <laughs> <laughs> nah, so it's just like, uh, remember when Kobe was going through his... Yeah. Uh, court his court thing his trial that was the best Kobe Bryant you've ever seen that's right yeah like yeah. that was when he was averaging you know 50 points yeah. games in the playoffs like that was like you know yeah, so sometimes yeah. you just gotta go back to you don't you know, know you don't know if you get tomorrow and for him his tomorrow might have been behind bars in the California Penal League so we'll see shout out to imrcf.com check them out three week free trial as soon as I get a chance to talk a little we'll see if we can get that extended maybe or maybe we can get some kind of Groupon effect and figure it out just check him out right now. Get a three-week free trial. Shooter will be back in the gym shortly. Don't worry, ladies. He'll be there. Yeah, He'll be able to come I was check there him out. three times this week, man. I'm what? trying to get back into it, yeah. Oh, let me guess. Inspection to make sure everything was up to code. Nah, it wasn't okay. inspection. Nah. You sure? It actually, wor- actually worked now, out. Yeah. Is this, one, is this one of the things that we're looking like, you know, give you one of them handshakes in case if you need, like, I guess, litter from D to C? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that stuff, so. Mm. But now let's get into this, man. How are you winning? What you got? 
You can't be who you're going to be and who you used to be at the same time. That's a rap line, right? Nah. You sure? Is that that's like a Nipsey Hustle quote? Uh, no, I have no idea if I, if it if it is that I'm not sure if it. That's not where I got it from. I'm gonna but, need you to say that again over a beat. <laughs> you can't be who you're going to be and who you used to be at the same time. I think about the whole process Ooh. that I literally just went through. Ooh, that's why ten, I year, ten years ago I wouldn't have, I didn't have the discipline to do it. Yeah, no, I feel that one because every decision ten years ago were not educated decisions with your brain. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, yeah. yeah, it was with your head, just not your actual yeah, yeah, brain. It was inst- more instinct, Neanderthalish. But I um I just realized I discovered who made that quote. The man who invented Viagra. There you go. Perfect sense, right? There it is. That is a five. Oh, okay. God. It's all good. One more time. How are we winning, man? That was a good one. You can't be who you used to be and who you're going to be at the same time. Sometimes I love it, man, when you get these quotes that hit me hard, but at the same time, I'm like, man, was that a shot at me? Nah, man. <laughs> nah, nah, I know, man. Not I just at all. All right, let's get into this, man. We got a lot of fights to recap because we missed a couple weeks here. Um, we got news to talk about. We got fights to predict because this is going to be uh, when y'all hear this, you won't hear another one until the following weekend. That'll be after this fight weekend with Daniel Jacobs and Canelo. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for staying patient with us. It actually seems like you're loving us a little bit more because we're scarce now. Yeah. Like, you know, <sighs> is this, the, is this the, uh, the supply and demand type thing? It's just like, oh, man, they, they put out a show. Let's go. Let's go do it. I, I found a podcast network I'm going to reach out to that we may get involved in because I like their motto. So hopefully if something like that happens, you never know. We might be able to expand our voice and more people will get to hear us and eventually... You know, big boats, money, and everything. Did you get that screenshot I sent you of uh, somebody commented on one of our episodes? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, he must have heard Sonny was back on the mic. I guess. Oh, Talk, you know, what I'm saying somebody who's in. I'll be talking about. I, I, I'm not. I don't want to abuse it exactly, but I, the word record deal might have been in there. Oh, so we'll God. see what's up with that. Oh, but let's talk Let about. It go. Let it go. Let's talk about Danny Garcia and Adrian Granados. This is Philly versus Chicago. Adrian Granados, we know he's a tough, tough guy. Yep. Danny Garcia, we know how elite he is. So when when I came over here to watch the fight, watch the fight. I came here, we only was able to watch the the, lo- the, ter- the, the yeah. Terrence Crawford uh, card, and so we didn't watch this fight. But we didn't do it on air. But the first thing I did when I sat down was I made my picks, and I told you Danny Garcia. Yeah, yeah. I I, I initially told you Danny Garcia, and then uh, of course you know we talked about how uh, we're going to talk about it later, but we talked about how you know. Terrence Crawford, how Amir Khan is, could give Terrence Crawford problems, and I just literally came in. I was like, "All right, Danny Garcia and Terrence Crawford," yeah. and then so we'll talk about Terrence Crawford later. But the reason why I came in and I said and and I was so sure about Danny Garcia taking this fight, and especially the dominating fashion that he did, was because Danny Garcia always sticks to his game yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. He's a good. He's a great boxer. Yeah, no. When he lost to Thurman and Porter, yeah, he they just beat him. They outboxed him. They out, they, they, they just outboxed him, him. and it, uh, Keith Thurman outboxed him slightly. Sean Porter mixed it up with the boxing and brawling, and kind of yeah, kept Sean him. Sean Porter, but I thought totally gave that that game plan. Yeah, was better than the and I never saw, and I never even saw that coming. No, no, no. Um, Adrian Granados, I thought he was more one dimensional. I thought he was rough, tough tumbler. But like Danny Garcia has seen everything under the sun. Also, this just separates the class between like Boner and, and Garcia because oh yeah, we would I wouldn't have no problem watching them fight just because you know it'll be you know Danny Garcia is gonna bring to the table but we saw how Broner was with Granados yeah and I would have never expected Garcia to knock him out 
I, I thought he would outbox him. I thought, he I thought he would outbox him, rounds, and yeah. I thought he would do it easily in a easily fashion. But like knocking him out, I didn't I didn't think that was going to happen. And I, I think we just saw Adrian Granado's body breakdown right there because he looked like a like a like an old car, well, just slowly busting down. And well, Dan Garcia was the curb that hit it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not just how hard you hit somebody; it's where you hit somebody too. So the precision that Danny Garcia has, right here in the heart, right, right there, right there, believe the heart, man. The five, the five fingered exploding arm pull-up technique, man. Think Padme. Yeah. So, I, I just thought Danny Garcia just, you know, outboxing perfectly, and, and then it was like, I always get caught up in, I always, I always kind of get caught up in nostalgia, and I get caught up in the hype because I love the sport and I love boxing. So when I, when I hear about Adrian Granados, and I, you know the rough and tough tumbler he is and I hear about Danny Garcia I'm like ooh this could be make for a good fight but then I'm like alright my analyst my analyst brain kicks in and it's yeah. just like nah this is yeah. gonna be yeah. a pretty yeah. cherry pick fight yeah. I mean for I mean I did a cherry pick fight but Danny Garcia yeah. has the yeah. quality to just he, he made guy. it look real easy and I thought that was the most impressive thing about it because yeah. Granados is a tough guy definitely he, he, always gonna be that title challenger and gatekeeper but that's just kind of what it is um, but the biggest thing that I was seeing this night, and I want you to look this up because uh, we're, we're going to bring this up here in a minute. But Danny Garcia and Terrence Crawford fighting on the same night, two different fight cards, with now one common opponent, Amir Khan. So we'll talk about when that fight ended with Crawford, but I, I want to say that Danny Garcia beat him in six rounds. Or se- it was six rounds, I think, when that fight started. So just, just to kind of compare, compare notes to see... How it is now? Obviously, everybody that fought Amir Khan fought a different version of him, but just just out of curiosity, so yeah. we'll, we'll get to that there. And then we'll just, we got, and this is the only car we're gonna fight. We're gonna cover on this one because the rest of them weren't even that memorable. I know I watched it with my pops, but it was well, early in the no, morning. Well, no, well, we got uh, Shakur Stevenson. Oh, looking like a looking like a man yeah. amongst boys in that there. That was on the Terrence Crawford Lopez card, so we're definitely gonna talk about that here. But I'm trying to think here. I don't think there's anybody else on that one. And this is a. Stevenson. Now you can find this schedule on the Squared Circle app, available at Google Play and iOS. Now, the top ranked card, we'll go into that one here. Um, oh, and also for the record, remember Danny Garcia turned down three or four million not to fight Terrence Crawford. Mir Khan became that opponent. So Al Heyman must be real, or somebody got the word. But this is this is all real information. They turned down the offer to fight Terrence Crawford. Which is probably a smart move, because I don't know if three million, three or four million is enough to for me if I was Danny Garcia. We might we got to let's get that up a little bit more. To, oh, we got to, to step to step away. To step uh, to, to fight Terrence Crawford. Oh yeah, no, you got to get yeah. uh, <laughs> you got you got to come up on that too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, depending on what this person's been looking like, though, I, I would think that would be you know I honestly think it would be a massacre, but. I think I, so too. I, it would be a massacre, but like, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, I think so too. All right. So, so, so if you're gonna get beat up, pay me more money for it. Let's uh, let's go ahead and pull up Shakur Stevenson. So this was his first step up opponent, if I recall correctly. Now, one of the things with Shakur Stevenson that really impressed me is he had some Mayweather-esque style and traits. Yeah. You know, different different style, but he had these Mayweather-esque traits. One of the things that a lot of people don't realize with Mayweather is that, you know, they all know he's a smack talker. And yeah. he did it in the ring too when he had to, but he never guard never came down. Yeah. Always knew he was in a fight yeah. and, and planned around it. And you saw that with Shakur Stevenson. You saw a little bit of that. And this dude never stepped away from the game plan. 
Didn't take no no unnecessary risks. Looked dominant. Who, who did he fight? He fought uh, Chris Diaz. That's right. Christopher Diaz from out of Puerto Rico. Who had one loss against Basaruki Ito. Judge Ito. Judge Ito. He, this was a top-ranked guy. Undefeated fighter before he fought Judge Ito. And fought a, well, tough battle. And ended up in the ring against Shakur Stevens. Now, this started off as a game of game of footsie, which was a little awkward and weird. Oh, and that's what happens when you get an orthodox in a southpaw. Uh, I think it was about around six or seven Shakur Stevenson, I think, realized that he was doing it on purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't, yeah. Ca- couldn't stop him, couldn't slow him down, couldn't catch up with him. And, yeah, if the ref's not going to call I, it... I understand. Yeah. I, like, it, it's... it's uh. <laughs> it, it, you would normally you remember, call it a veteran attack. You, you, remember, you remember when I got into that brawl at, uh, at the bar... And a guy bit me in the arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. You like that? Dude I was guy. I was even mad. I was like, I understand. Yeah, I was kind of yeah, choking yeah. him out. So yeah. it's, it's, it's like that. That's all he could do. So I was like, I didn't really take it personal. Yeah. It's just like when you, you know, when you're hey, out there and you put just hands know, on somebody. If the bite didn't work, he's going after your nuts next. Oh yeah. And that's just the hierarchy of how yeah. it works because you start with your hands. When that doesn't seem to go with your, your favor, you resort to more animal instincts, and you and you gotta start gnawing at these fools. Oh my bad. Yeah, I'll see. No, you're good. Now see. um I don't want to speak on Shakur uh, Stevenson's outside of the ring antics, but inside of the ring, what he's doing, he's perf- he's conducting professional business in that ring like yes. Mayweather did, and that's what happens when you have somebody like an Andre Ward in your mm. corner to kind of mentor him. So like, yeah. uh, I I just think as long as he keeps his head on straight, man, this kid yeah. this kid's a champion to make him. If I, the first thing I would do, be soon. if I was Andre Ward, the first thing I would do is put a a no man around him, not someone who's gonna say yes, 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 yes. That's, you're just gonna you're gonna be the angel on his shoulder. Andre Ward may be that no man. Yeah. He's just like, hey kid, you're not. He's, he's, yeah, like, we're gonna we're gonna keep this simple, brother. So this is it. If you don't know the answer, you call me. Hey. And that's period. That's that's how and we're even gonna. Even if you gotta second guess it. It doesn't matter if it's two three in the morning. The Lord is never sleeping. He's always there. You know. If <laughs> so, what what if uh, of course, his nickname becomes like what son of Jesus. Yes, maybe next. Set the hierarchy under God. Oh God. Or would it just be like, oh no, he would be demi, just demigod. That'd be cool. He's half human. But of course, Stevenson got a solid win against a very, very solid opponent. He's eleven and zero with seven or eight KOs. Six KOs. Six KOs, and he'd be a legit contender. Christopher Diaz with twenty-four wins, now two losses. So that was his first step up, and they're fighting at one hundred twenty-six. Yep, featherweight. Ooh, who else is at 126? Man, we go over this all the time. Is Ricky Dow at 126 or 122? Uh, 122. Okay, never mind. That's not worth it then. Well, that's where I was kind of going with that one. We'll see what's next. Top rank is doing good. He's probably too young for Ricky Dow. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's, way, too, he's way too young for Ricky Andre Dow. Ward would tell him like, hold on, let's invite him over for dinner, and just hang out instead. But um, you know, you got the usual suspects out there. You got um, you got uh, the Jackal, you got Neil the Santa Jack- Cruz, well, Santa Cruz. You got um, ooh, that's a tough one. Um, uh, was. Uh, we got uh, what's the boy? Uh, the one with that the broken jaw, the, the beat Scott Quigga. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm over Can't here drawing name. a blank, man, but no, uh, it's right here. Here we go, Valdez. Val- Oscar know, yeah, Valdez. you got Gary Russell Jr. Ooh. too. Josh Warrington. That was the Ooh. other one that I was thinking. Josh Warrington. That's yep. the quiet sleeper right there. Yeah, because he's not. He he is not supposed to be this far in boxing. That makes him the biggest threat to me out of all them cats. But so, that's a very very talented lineup. Yeah, of course. He's um he's too young for these guys though. All right, now let's move on He's to the next for next biggest star in boxing. Um, hold on, okay. I want to I want to let me see if we have it on there. We do not. Um, F. A. Ajagbe, Ajagbe, 
What'd you call me? <laughs> yeah. Um, African dude knocking everybody out in the first, second round. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like so, the clone of Deontay Wilder. Yeah, so he um, he fought also this weekend. Okay. And then uh, second round KO. So he's like yeah. currently like 10-0 and 0 with nine knockouts. I love it. And and his record and record is making that dude who walked out the ring looking smarter and smarter. <laughs> That's for sure. But hey, he's going to be like... He's over there in the background. See? 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 That like, would be me. Yeah. Brain damage. You know what I'm saying? I got brain damage. Hmm. Now, it's that's a good, good CD. It, it, Great album. Good album. And that's an up and coming heavyweight that could possibly mix up the division even more with how it looks now. So, now let's talk about the rising star in boxing for ESPN right now and top ranking. That's going to be Teofimo Lopez. Yeah. Uh, who did he fight? Some Joe Easter Ragman. Now, for the record, I just want to say there was that fight and the main event of this same fight card where my father happened to be a clairvoyant and predict when the fight was going to end on the money. The only thing he didn't basically call was what what, what punch was thrown. Yeah. So, Teofimo Lopez, Mexican, living out of Brooklyn, New York. Yes, they can travel that far. It is Tatley. Tatley. Ah, that is Tatley. And that's the dude who's got a pretty stacked record. Yeah, 30, and 31 and 2 walking into there. Who came in with a lot of respect, but also showed no fear and tried to step it up with him. And if I remember correctly, had it snatched. The body, the souls, just snatched from him. Yeah. And, you know, you could always say facing a loss, and sometimes it's how you react afterwards. When you get KTFO'd, you're viral, you're famous. Even your best of friends will always know that, you know. But when a body punch takes you down for 10 seconds plus, yeah. everybody's like, take more time. It's, it's like yeah. it's like getting a shot to the nuts. Yeah. Take as much time as you hey, need. Man, you get the, you get the cold sweats, you got to lay down, you get the headache, and it's, hey, you got to orient yourself. You know what's worse? If you get a low blow in a fight, they, they say you could take five minutes. Nobody takes five minutes. Nobody takes five minutes. You just don't, right? You just don't do it. But if you get knocked out with a body punch, go ahead. Yeah, take as much time as you need, man. You're good. Your fight's over. You don't need to go nowhere. Okay? Yeah. Even though, you know, of course... If, if Bruce Lee probably hits you below the belt, you're dead. That's it. You're just dead. If not, yeah. you're going to wish you were dead. So we've already seen one dude's testicles blow up in MMA. Don't look it up whatever you do. Search two girls, one cup. You'll have more fun. I still haven't seen that. And I, don't. Yeah, no, I don't want to. Don't do to. it. Yeah. I, I just... It's better not knowing. That was like one of the first YouTube sensations. Unfortunately, another thing that defines our society. Yeah. Idiocracy. Playing itself out day after day. Two, three years away from it directly. I mean, we already basically got uh, President Sanchez or whatever with Trump. Yeah, just not, full just, presidential party. Yeah. How did you came out? Man, we're not going to talk about that one because that's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you better check it out. Now, Teofimo Lopez, do you think he is ready for someone like Vasil Lomacheco? Do you think he can, can be ever ready for Vasil Lomacheco? Because you need to fight him sooner than later. I, I, I need to see him. I, I need to see. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. I need this kid. To, I need to see this kid long, longer rounds. Yeah. I need to see how he can do over the course of time. It's easy to win a fight when you're knocking everybody out and you're bigger, stronger, more powerful. But I need to see what it. I want prematurely. I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. He can do it. He. I'm not saying he can beat him, but he can hang with him. Yeah. But. You know, when you drag him into deep waters, I don't know. I haven't seen that Lope, that Teofimo Lopez yet. Yeah. So I want to see how he reacts against opposition at the same level or even better. 
you know, someone that is an actual threat to you who hit, either hits hard or is that good of a box to see how, how do you, how are you going to react? How are you going to adjust? Are you going to sit and rely on your power and be this dude chasing around for 12 rounds, getting pieced up? Or are you going to find a way to cut off the ring, outsmart him, set up the right punches to knock someone out or even get the decision? And that's still the unanswered question with this guy. And, and it's a good problem to have. Like, Nobody knew what was going to happen with Tyson one day until Buster Douglas showed up. Yeah. And it was just the perfect storm for that one. So It was um, uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Hood Classic. I know you've seen it. Um, Fresh. Ah, yes. So uh, one of the most powerful scenes in there is when uh, uh, the kid Fresh is meeting up with his pops, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson at the uh, chess park in New York. Mm-hmm. And then so um, when they were going in the middle of it, Samuel Jackson, of course, is whooping him. Like, he is a, he is a prodigy in uh, – the kid was a product is a prodigy in the chess club and Samuel Jackson, you know, he was really good too as well. So, um, Samuel Jackson schooling him and he made him stop and he was like, think he was like, Am I an offensive player or am I a defensive player? And he couldn't figure it out. And he was like, I'm neither. He said, if a man is an offensive player, he makes him he makes him go on a deep the defense. Mm-hmm. And if he's a he's a defensive player, he tries to draw him out. And he was like, he he doesn't have one particular style to that really what makes him. So somebody like Teofimo Lopez is what I'm trying to say is just like he's an offensive fighter, but you when you run into somebody who's neither offense or defense, but can give you a game plan, yeah. like a Floyd Mayweather who's yep. master, like a Andre Ward or you know somebody of, the, yep. of those natures. That's where it gets crazy because you're not just going to overpower everybody. No, and the, this it's, there's a part of you that will awaken. And be able to fight the perfect fight when that storm comes. Yeah. Uh, the best. I got a couple examples to give. One of them was a fight that happened that we're going to cover. But the first one I'll talk about was Deontay Wilder when he blew out his bicep. Yeah. No one knew his jab was that good. Yeah. He still doesn't know that his jab is that good until he tore his bicep and blew that out. Yeah. Because it was survival instinct, and you knew this is a weapon that you had left in your arsenal, yeah. and you use it, and it looked great. But sometimes it's like it's almost better not to have. It's almost be better to. Not be great at one thing, but be good at everything. Yeah. Just yeah. for the simple fact that you're going to be well-rounded, so you can always have your. You just have more tools in that. So like we can, we have. They haven't fought yet, but we already basically have our picks for like if Deontay Wilder and Andre and uh, Anthony Joshua fought, just because like Deontay Wilder looks for that power. Mike Tyson looks for that power. Yeah. And when you get somebody who's boxing, not necessarily they. Andre Ward wasn't the strongest, wasn't the fastest, nope. Nope. just did never everything. Never relied on one punch, never did everything. Up, hey, yeah. did everything great. Brandon Roy in the NBA, yeah. he was never like a superstar yep. like that, didn't have the, the greatest athletic Always ability. Always had a job. Just, Paul Pierce. Like yeah. you look, you know, when you look at guys like that who are necessarily not the the most athletic, but they were smart enough to be able to get the yeah. job done. So. Hey, Horace Grant, James Worthy. <laughs> yeah. not, not James Worthy, but my man, uh, I hate and love him, is Robert Horry. Robert Orr. The, 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 the assassin. Like, so, I mean, he was a specialist, oh, but, bro, like, like, still. Oh, you had to... Guess what? You play the last three minutes of every fourth quarter, and that's it. Seven, that's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to do. Seven that's rings. It. So, but we want to see what we what we got with Tiafimo Lopez, because he's a very young guy who can make very young bad decisions and likes the attention, and I could be worried about him trying to keep it real, maybe. But I also want to know how smart he is at boxing because you don't fight at this level and still not know boxing and be one-dimensional. Yeah. But you can still be lured in to make some bad decisions here. So we'll see that where it goes. He definitely needs to fight Lomachenko sooner than later because the longer it goes, if, if they wait too long and he does win, he's Lomachenko's too old. You know what I'm saying? Too old to the two, yeah, 400, whatever. 
But if you fight him right away, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. So there's there's a sweet spot in there. Well, there's a spot in there like, that'll keep everybody okay. I like how we make that argument for only certain fighters. Though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, because uh, the other ones, we don't care. It's serving to the Lions. Let's get them out of here. We don't want to watch them. So we, we talk about, um, I mean, as far as like, if Adrian Broder beat Pacquiao, he got him too old. But Jeff Horn beats Pacquiao. That was never really brought into consideration. That yeah, that was, was that was just the curse. My dad yeah. betting on him was the curse. And all the writing was on the wall, too. It was, it was the same vibe as, yeah, it's different. And if you beat him convincingly, though, that's where yeah. we watch. All of a sudden, he aged in the ring. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Now, the main event of this fight card was Terrence Crawford versus Amir Khan. Now, as everybody should know, Terrence Crawford is definitely a house favorite for us. Yeah. Like, and... Like when we both were like, okay, Amir Khan, uh, this he is has the he has all the style, he has everything. the components for it, and that's us being the fan of Terrence Crawford so, going like, so oh. like like now like now, does the Portland Trail Blazers have every component to beat the Golden State Warriors? Yes, right now. Will they? No, no, <laughs> not just, at all. So it's just like Lillard can so, put up seventy five points. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. That's right. You know, unless KD broke a leg. Draymond walked off the job. Clay Thompson's sick, you know, because Steph couldn't do it by himself. And that's 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 that scenario too. So, you still owe me a bet. We yeah, haven't yes, figured I out do, yet. Yes, I do. What, I came in just like at the beginning when I started this. I said Terrence Crawford over American, and it was just Terrence Crawford being Terrence Crawford. Yeah. So I thought he was going to get him out in that first round. Now we can say what you want about American. His one of his biggest weaknesses in boxing is also one of his most entertaining factor is that he has he has this thing a weed called effort. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's That's sick. Amir Khan when he gets punched. He's been knocked out. Yeah. But if you catch him, he's like, no, I'm gonna stand and fight. I don't care. Some of that is because people called him Chinny when he got KTFO by Brutus Prescott. Um, when he Garcia. got when he lost to Danny Garcia, he got hit in this crazy spot. Equilibrium all thrown off, but fought for three more rounds before it was actually stopped. And yeah. stood and fought. Didn't run or nothing. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Maidana. He beat him up for 11 rounds till he got hurt once. Uh, beat him up for 10 rounds straight, got hurt in the 11th, and then beat him up for the last round. Dropped him in the second round with a body shot. So he doesn't, I feel like he definitely doesn't get enough credit that I feel he deserves, considering what he did do to the, for the sport and for his own career. But at the same time, this was obviously. A play of names to make not only a pay-per-view card, but a pay-per-view card headlining Terrence Crawford. Now, in the non-Mayweather era, the numbers don't get brought up as much, right? Because we know that there isn't numbers you could say that's going to be impressive. Because we just seen 200 million pay-per-view buys two years ago with the joke of with the the Conor McGregor Mayweather fight. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where where that it should have just been an episode of what was it called? Uh, Wilding Out when it was just dissing. Snap distance. That's all it should have been. You know what I'm saying? It would have beaten the background. And that's it. Uh, oh, ooh, they do have one thing in common. It looks like domestic violence charges. So they're more likely than we think. Oh, now, Terrence Crawford, I thought he was going to get that first round knockout because that would have been the biggest statement. Now, Amir Khan, what, what six rounds? Uh, I think it was, it was six. I think it was six, six rounds. Six rounds. And I'm pretty sure Danny Garcia beat him in is either six or seven rounds. So that's kind of even up there. Yeah, but Danny Garcia, you did not see that punch coming. That no-look hook. The no-look hook, yeah. Terrence Crawford arguably beat him the worst possible way. Yes, that's what I was just about did to say. You, because there is nobody. The way Canelo knocked him out didn't even compare the way 
Yeah. Terrence Crawford, because Canelo was losing a fight on the cards. So then, he was getting outboxed. Terrence Crawford went in there from the very beginning and established dominance. Alpha male, right away. Alpha male. Amir Khan did what he could do, stood his ground, but you saw... And it also wasn't very much. He yeah. did what he can do, but it's not much. And what I want to know, too, is like, I'm not sure... I feel like Terrence Crawford looked a lot stronger, but I'm not 100% if he looked that much stronger. You know, second fight at uh, welterweight or... If it, oh, sorry, third fight at welterweight. Or if it's just that uh, level of opposition. I think it. I think it's the Danny Garcia effect, just mm. really precise. Yeah. And, you know, just the precision. The level of, of class is kind yep. of showing. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, so it, it's Terrence Crawford's a dog, man. Yeah. He's beautiful to watch, and he He's beautiful him. to listen he, to. And the thing is, the, the, the post fight interview, the hand speed oh. was negated, so we got to see none of that. Where it did not matter. Did not have to rely on timing no. to hurt him. No. At all. Then that's that's amazing. That's, when he fought his last fight against uh, Benavidez Jr., the most impressive thing was the late late knock knockout. Yeah. Nobody knocks really anybody out after ten rounds unless you get caught talking smack yeah. off your guard or a lucky shot. Yeah, he broke it, broke him down, yeah. and everything paid off and, and paid and, off at the right and time. And just like that Benavidez fight, he stayed really yeah. defensive the whole time, so it's hard to really get somebody. But once he had to open up because he knew he was down, that's when he got the knockout. So, Amir Khan, I think Amir Khan took more chances with this than Canelo because he didn't think... Terrence Crawford is not that one-punch that one punch knockout yeah. artist. He can do it. He can catch you and knock you out, but he is not that... He's not searching for it. He doesn't rely yeah, on it. He, he, he relies on his for, skill. Exactly. He relies on his skill and talent. And I just why I like when him and Errol Spence was there, he's like, you got hurt by Gambo. He's like, and then what? Ah! And then what? Yeah. And then what? And then what? Exactly. So... This is one of the reasons why he's a house favorite with us because he's a little loco. Yeah. He's real. Yeah. And this dude doesn't stop. He's got five kids. He shows up to all the games and then he's still at other people's fights. He's all over the Midwest. Come on, man. If you boys with Warren Buffett. Hey. Come on, man. How, hey. uh, how many black friends do you think Warren Buffett got? Three? I I couldn't even t I couldn't even tell you. I mean, at least Terrence Crawford's one, so I'm already down with that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, who do you have? So you're now you you were talking about the press the so okay so Terrence Crawford um, hit below he hits Amir Khan below the belt but we don't think it was a nut shot based on the average Amir Khan isn't packing anything that big to where <laughs> the direct impact could be even if because when you're, your adrenaline is pumping it's gonna be kind of like you know a cold pool effect yeah you know unless you're just a weirdo that's what it is right. So, well, unless it's your thing. I can judge you on that one. But the debate still is on who who decided that the fight should end. Now, Terrence Crawford, I like the way he asked Amir Khan about it in the video. Did you, you quit? Said, Did you quit? Did you quit? Yeah. So, yeah. the thing is, you did not throw up any argument. No. To, to have it no, stop. No, stop. I, uh, and you also, what are you doing? I, I could go. And you also have five minutes. Which you did not take. Don't take that five minutes, though. Don't take the full five. You don't have to take the full five, but you can take some time to get oriented if he hits you below the belt. Mm -hmm. We've all been hitting the nuts, and five minutes is ample time. I've had something thrown past my nuts, and I needed two minutes. Hey, That's for just, real. Yeah. It's, it's, it can be PTSD, because it's not funny, but it is a little bit. At the same time, every man knows that, that's bad. That's very did bad. You, did you see his face afterwards? Yeah. The man was in a fight. Yeah, he the was man in a fight was in a sure. fight. 
And a little, he looked a little relieved when the fight did end. Definitely relieved. And there was nothing that you could do. There was nothing you were outgunned and outmanned. One thing my pops mentioned was that when when Rigondeaux fought Lomachenko, Rigondeaux should have had his corner call the fight, not you. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to come out and and stop the fight. Let your corner do it, save face. And I could see that being that situation. Virgil, I feel like Virgil Hunter saw the signs and was like, he might even told him here, look. We're gonna just stop the fight because you, this is this you're is what you're not showing me nothing. This is what this is the right nothing. and best thing to do for tonight and your career because it wasn't gonna get any better. And Terrence Crawford is one of those boxers that'll punish you the for whole time. Twelve rounds, he'll punish you. And this is the thing: if if you would have punished him for six more rounds, it actually could have possibly hurt Terrence Crawford a little bit. Yeah, for not getting him out sooner. Yeah, and then. Right away, we're going to lose a little credibility on the level of opposition with Amir Khan because, oh, he shouldn't have been in the ring even though he's still got the same fast hand speed. Won his last three fights. Uh, won by knockout even. And this is as older in his career after he's been to the spotlight and his old lady is still bad as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the Anthony Joshua thing is just a fetish. But haven't heard much on his brother. I wonder how his career is going. But Amir Khan should be done right now, right? Because I don't even think he can fight Kell Brook anymore. Uh, like he, can, he can still fight Kell Brook. I don't think he's necessarily done. I think he's done with high level of opposition. I think him and Kell Brook, the only scenario they should fight is in Sheffield at a bar. I would like to, him and Kell Brook, Amir Khan and Manny Pacquiao, I wouldn't mind seeing. Mm, that's actually a decent one right there. Yeah, see, I mean, so done, d- no. Just not for title shots, yeah. bro. You're, yeah, yeah. you're not necessarily a gatekeeper, but I'll enjoy, I enjoy watching almost every Amir Khan fight. Yeah. But he's just, I'm not putting hey. him in with anybody of real value. It's almost that Mitch Richmond effect. Your name, we'll bring you on, we'll get you yeah, paid. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll bring you on, we'll get you paid because we know everything you went through with Golden State Sacramento, yeah. you deserve a ring. We'll, we'll get you, we'll get you. You know what I'm saying? Just like, like with uh, David cla- Carr and, a, and the cla- Giants. That's a classic name, man. Mitch, Mitch Richmond, Bro, boy. I forgot which NBA Live, guy, live it 95. was. That's 95. Still the best one. He, he hits that corner three. Every like time. Every time. Every time. I love it. All right. Now, Terrence Crawford, we know he's our number one pound for pound. What's possibly next? Yeah. We know the so PBC guys. We, we officially oh. had Canelo number, number one. one yes. But I, I I, would vow for Terrence Crawford being number one just because of the fashion. Him and Canelo switching spots. Now, this is temporarily yeah. because Canelo's fighting this weekend. And, and we'll get to that. If he All fight, right. he can fight so good that it's going to go one, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So no, no more number two. <laughs> Hey, hey. He, he's a super saiyan of boxing. Yeah. Him and Taylor Crawford. But Cadell is a true super saiyan with that one. So we'll see. But for the 147-pound division, not too many credible names I I, think, I see that top rank can get. He's going to have to reach out to PBC. Or he's going to have to reach deep for a good name. 147. Now, we know Manny Pacquiao don't want nothing of him. He's probably not going to get Danny Garcia. Sean Porter and... Earl Spencer mix, are, are in the mix. Keith Thurman, Benny Pacquiao is in the mix. So at 147, who else is out there that we could put him in there with? Terrence Crawford? Mm-hmm. Earl Spence. That's it. That's who we want. So, no, that, yeah. that, look, look. It's not going to happen next. But it's not. Gonna, I don't want it to happen next, but that's the only thing that's viable. I need them. I've been saying this for a long time. I, I need want them it. to clear everybody out, and Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford needs to be remaining. I don't want it to be more than two fights from now. Maybe I, I can understand if they both skip one because yeah. the buzz is there. And if they both look good in their next performances, the buzz is going to be crazy. What they, they should only fight for the undisputed unification belts of the welterweight division. 
I need Manny Pacquiao. I need Keith Thurman. I need Sean Porter. I need all those belts split between Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence, and then that's who comes out on top. Now, I believe I know who his next opponent may be, and this is my— Who's? Terrence Crawford. Who's? Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas. This is like this is like our version of the mock draft. I look right. at it. I'm looking at the names now. You know, they don't want him. They don't want them. But these guys are tied up. And the most credible name in there that I see, unless you're pulling like Provodnikov out of retirement or Matisse, Jesse Vargas is the most credible name and also a decent of enough threat to be just a credible op- opponent, is it? On paper. On paper. There's, there's Strictly. Nothing, there's no, there, Strictly. It's like... Terrence Crawford is gonna not he's not gonna lose anything, but it's just until he fights like Keith Thurman or Manny Pacquiao or Sean Porter, like anybody with another belt, like anybody below that in that division is just not Hey, we gotta fix this something with this. I I I'm hearing terror. But anybody who doesn't have a belt, Terrence Crawford is wasting his time. Yeah. That's 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 true. Now, you sent me a thing on Devin Alexander has a fight coming up. Who is he fighting? I don't remember. I sent it to you. you yeah. to get, to I sent it to you so you could tell me later. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm only bringing that up because on this uh, DAZN fight card, we're about to go into also um, his brother fought on that card. His brother got out of prison after 11 years, and he ended up fighting uh, Anthony Sims Jr. And got uh, he got worked. He got beat. But it's, it was one of these things. His brother went in for 11 years, stayed focused, got out, was able to resume his career. His first five fights were on some crazy fight cards. He fought on the Roy Jones Tarver two fight, um, uh, Ricardo Mayoga Tito Trinidad, and there's another big one on there too. And like, didn't you get arrested for felony robbery, bro? Come on, man. The path was there. How did you do that? But it's good to see a brother, you know, get out reformed in the right direction because it's easily coming up on that one. Gotta love boxing. Your past does not right? matter. Not matter at all. And it, it race. It's the most racist, non-racist sport out there. Next to porn. Now this the zone card that That's Rod Salka. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now Daniel Roman defended his title against T D T J Doheny. It was a unification bout. Daniel Roman Roman is a baby face assassin. He came in against a tough, legit older opponent who was who was thinking about retirement until he got this one. So Daniel Roman got the win. Got hurt. Didn't look very impressive, but got the win. Now the rematch of Juan. Francisco Estrada versus Soren Visai was a very impressive win for Juan Estrada. Uh, how much time we got left? Uh, we got enough time, okay. but we got to move, though. Gotcha. So, we all know Juan Francisco Estrada. He fought Chacotito. Yep. Uh, who's back? Who's back? Uh, Cuevas. Uh, Carlos. Carlos Quadras. Carlos Quadras fought him. He fought Soren Visai. And every single one of those fights were straight brawls. Brawls. Now, I'm going to make an assumption. Juan Francisco Estrada. I'm going to assume... He's a Californian, you know, born and bred. Oh, Mexico before it became California. And that chest-to-chest style of fighting is what we assume with him. Now, Soren Visa's guy, his first couple losses by knockout as a professional fighter happened when he, in Japan. Like his first two or three fights lost. So this was a guy who had over 100 Muay Thai fights, was able to fight back and became a legit top 20 pound-for-pound fighter. Top 15, easy. He did the one thing nobody could do with Chocolatito, beat him, and then KTFO'd him. And then he fought a tough fight, but clearly beat Juan Francisco Estrada. But it was good enough fight to get the rematch. Juan Francisco Estrada boxed beautifully. I didn't know this boy had boxing skills like this. Now, I also noticed that his old lady was in the crowd. And bad. Word? Super bad. Super bad. So, 
there's always motivation somewhere. <laughs> but this is the guy. He's got what's what's his record? Three loss. Uh, thirty nine and three with twenty six knockouts. What was? How often do you see someone with three losses, this far in their career, able to gain a championship? But we had Caleb Truax is the most recent one I can think of. But other than that, one or two losses really. And and on your third title attempt. That's the craziest thing to me because usually when you fall short, you just continue to fall short unless you, you know, get that perfect. You know, so, yeah, and just like you were about to say, sometimes the tips just fall in your favor, and in just the ways things part and open up. Because like we talked about a lot of times between Carlos Quadras and Sir uh, and Visai and yeah. all these, and uh, we, we talk about all these guys. Just because any different, any given night, any one of these guys can beat each other. Yep. So it just all depends on the training, who had a better training camp, and who had the better game plan. Yep. So sometimes it's just as simple as it's just as simple as that. And this is the thing: even the biggest brawler in boxing, they all know how to box. They just do the they use the style that gets them the wins and what they're most comfortable or most effective. So it's not a shocker to see Juan Francisco Estrada have this boxing ability. I'm more impressed with the discipline to keep the game plan going not get lured into a brawl because we know every ounce and fiber in his body was telling him to brawl yeah but he stayed smart and so in Visa, you know took it on the chin no love loss he did have a little trouble making weight didn't bring it up at all in the post fight interview but you saw a little bit of it there but also he's an older guy there's a chance this might be the moment where he aged in the ring you know he had like seven fans in the crowd and to watching from home. So, you know, I, I think they call him Naksu Cow or something like that, you know. But, Sword Visa, I, I feel like there's going to be a rematch clause on this one, and I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. That's for sure. So, big shout out to Juan Francisco Trotta finally getting that, finally getting that championship belt. And that's got to mean a lot for any fighter. So, I get. like how the WBC had him ranked. You had Sword Visa, he was a champ, WBC champ, and you had. Ron Francisco Estrada was ranked number one, and uh, Chocolatito was ranked number two. Mm. I love how all these guys fought each other. Like yeah. you know, you you hardly yeah. get that when it's that close, and it's just like they've all fought each other like multiple times. To get yeah, and, and, and that's beautiful. That's it, how it should be. It is beautiful because the best thing, you don't you don't even remember it until you see the names in a row. You're like, oh man, let me go rewatch that. Yeah. See how it's because that was a great fight. And now and that and that's what's beautiful in the sport, especially when you see the smaller divisions when they get it, and it's exciting. It's always fun because it's nothing but violence, baby. Nothing but violence. Jesse Vargas was on this fight card fighting, believe it or not, Humberto Soto. The only thing disappointing about Humberto Soto is that he's a year younger than me. Ouch, right? Ouch. Looks older than me for sure. Looks at least five, seven years older than me. Now, this is a dude who shouldn't have been in the ring against Jesse Vargas because he probably wasn't supposed to beat Brandon Rios. But Brandon Rios fought him in his hometown in Mexico, and that's one of those mochismo things where, like, I'm going to die before you beat me. This is what's going to happen. And he used veteran tactics, outboxing, clearly beat him. Now, Jesse Vargas versus Humberto Soto, just the matchup of the name, you're like, there's no way this is going to be a good fight. Humberto Soto came out there with a good game plan. Age, time definitely caught up with him, and he got knocked out in the sixth, sixth round. Jesse Vargas knocked him out. Got a cut from a headbutt, too, like very beginning of the fight. So Jesse Vargas looked okay. Should have looked better against an older guy like Humberto Soto. But um, he had a little quadrus going on there. I just couldn't help. My pops, you know, pointed out a little bit of a little, little back knee, a little bit of back knee there. You know what I'm hey. So I'm a little worried about it because even in his post-fight interview, like I've seen guys with that thousand-yard stare. I've seen people who haven't slept for weeks. I've seen people who don't know where they are. 
and I've seen people juiced up. Yeah. He's, he remember that movie, the program with uh, yeah. He looked like the dude in the program. Latimer. Latimer. Exactly. That's, that's the look on his face after the fight. So, I hope it's just the adrenaline pumping, maybe whatever. We'll see what happens and how that pans out. But Jesse Vargas got a win there, and I think he may be that next viable opponent for Terrence Crawford. Uh, we saw Victor Postal return to the ring also. He beat uh, Mohamed Mamanui uh, to a, with a 10-round decision. He looked good. He controlled the fight, and you saw the different level of class there. Um, looked better than he did his last two, three fights because Terrence Crawford broke something in that dude. Hey, you know what? I feel bad for some fighters when that happens, though, yeah, that, yeah. you know, when you get beat like that, you know, you get left a little piece of you gets left in the ring. But it's just funny how some people just, like, are shelling themselves afterwards. Yeah. Just, just off of muscle memory. Just, just, uh, don't just do. yeah, you just, you, it's like I've gone too far in my career. I can't really change careers now, but, like, some of those things is definitely, like, hey, like when, um, it's like the athlete at the baseball card show signing an autograph in his 50s, 60s, just still doing the Heisman pose. Uh, it's it's like how Foreman went to that depression for two years after his loss to Ali. So it's just like, you know, some, sometimes those things are devastating. Some people can come back and some people can't. He even can. had one or two fights after that. <coughs> and then this went from the, mean, the meanest man in the world. Yeah. Came back as the nicest dude in the world. Like the nicest dude. And like my memory of George Foreman is the one selling grills and nice guy. He said, I met him that way. Yeah. My pops was like, he's like, no, everybody was scared of that man. No. <laughs> scared of that man. His interviews were like two seconds long. Uh, he was the only Olympian to wave the American flag that year after getting the gold medal. And, you know, and that's that's a tough decision during those times to make. Yeah. Then he came back as the, the exact opposite of what it was. So we'll see what happens here. Victor Postal is still a little bit sh- KTFO to here right there. We're actually about to talk about this right now. So Victor Postal fighting his way back into contention. I think he's still fighting at 140 because if he's smart, he will. Looked okay. Not too impressed. You could tell something's missing from him. Now, Nonito Denaire versus something young. I don't remember his first name. Now, we all know the Filipino Flash, Nonito Denaire. Yep. I've always been a fan of him. Filipino Flash. The Filipino Flash. I love what he brings to the table. He's got excitement. He's got just, just got that, you know, that Barry Gordy glow. Um, the duty fought, though, young in this... Semifinals eliminated for the World Boxing Super Series was a replacement at three days' notice, right? Now, he held his own in this fight. He looked good for three days' notice. And he's a legit legit contender, but there's one thing that a fighter never loses is his punch. You level, lose everything le- else. Your eyesight, class. your legs, level, everything. Level of class. But the punch is always there. This is at 118 pounds, and this might be the KTFO of the year. Like... He after he knocked him out with that left hook, he he celebrated and then took a knee down right next to him. Started praying because he knew how flush it landed. And as soon as everything kind of calmed down, yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of older too. It's like he respects the game. Yeah, he knows yeah. how he knows how it is too. We, oh yeah, he's seen this before. Oh, and he's at the age too. If he hurt him badly, he probably would have stayed at his bedside until mm-hmm. until everything's okay to where he can't. Oof. And that just got caught, man. That was a young man mistake. Don't. That was like, that was like the, um, yeah. Who, who but, is it? Well, you, you, you trying to tell me this man never dunked on you. You never made the highlight reel. Yeah. You never made the highlight reel. Never made the highlight reel. Mm. Shouldn't have said that, dude. Nah, that looked like, um, who was the dude, uh, with the, with the swoosh comb over that fought Triple G that knocked out, uh. Oh, uh, David Lemieux? David Lemieux, yeah. When it, Curtis Stevens. <sighs> yeah. Uh, that wow. hook. That hook. Yeah. And just. Curtis Stevens was on the rope, so he buckled down. This one, he he flew back. Yeah. Bounced his head. 
Yeah, eyes wide open. That didn't look good. But Nonito, that power is there. I don't know how much we want to read into it as far as for him, as far as the win itself, just because the guy had it on three-day notice. Like, yeah. I don't... You can't read into it, but like yeah. you got to think though the fight that he had before this that had that controversial yeah. stop, not a controversial stoppage. The guy got hurt, got hurt, yeah, and then couldn't continue. So that's the reason why he won, and he's able to continue this. So it's kind of hard to see, but I'm glad now, he won in this fashion though, because yeah. that's that's the thing. Now, that that helps out. That helps his case because he is going to the championship round of the World Boxing and, Super well, he's Series. He's like 34, 35 36. now. You don't really see that happen too much with guys just into the career. Also, just like just like my man Estrada. Hey, chips, you know? the the dominoes are falling all in the right place now. I like Nonito, but sometimes there's things you you can think of, but don't really say it. Like I hope I get to see Inoue in the finals. <laughs> you probably will, buddy. Um, and this fight, for. this fight will last one round. And um, Inoue has never been hit by anybody that can hit as hard as Nonito Denaire. That's for sure. So we're gonna find that out, and we'll talk about that when the fight's announced. Now Regis Progress. This is the 140 pound king, right? Yes. Right. Now, at 147, this is an entirely different conversation. Yeah. Kyrie Relic, tough guy. Unification bout. World Box Super Series. Ali Trophy on the line. Regis Progress beat the brakes off this boy. I thought this was going to be a way better fight. I still have Regis Progress winning this fight, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to be a way better fight. From the opening bell, he just controlled it. He was dominant, and yeah. he did whatever he wanted in the ring. He just made it look easy, and he made it look good. And it was like, Kirill Relic was, he, there was nothing he could do about it. I mean, nothing he could do about class it. Class tells over time, and in this fight, it was 30 seconds in. Yeah, it was 30 seconds 30 in. 30 seconds in, class was there, the level was there. Regis progress. Um, we'll, we'll, next next episode, we'll, we'll let you guys know where the World Box Super Series is and what the next opponents are. We're going to wait until after next weekend when the other fights happen. And we'll get more into that. Now, there was a fight last night we're going to talk about. And then we're going to make our picks. Ranthus Bartholomew versus Robert Easter Jr. We love Robert Easter Jr. You know the fight was a draw, right? Yeah, it was a draw. Split decision draw. The fight was so bad, nobody deserved to win. I'm glad it was a draw. It was I, horrible. And this I is heard, just style heard, matchup. It's just I style heard. matchup. Uh, and, it, and it's like, it's, yeah. it's yeah. two people who... Like it's like playing one on one with two pump fakers. It's like, yeah, are you guys really exactly. gonna shoot a shot? Comedy box was like, was, like, was that a punch? Was I don't know. Was that a punch? Or, 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 like, like, the only I, time copy box had like half, one and a half. I, I heard it. I, I heard it was like, my boys was texting me. He was like, yo, this is the worst fight. He, they like, there's he should never be like the lead in a. And I was like, it, it, uh, styles make fights. And then yeah. of course this that was a bad these, style. These right there. these two styles two were too too similar. Too similar. Two counter punchers right there. You got to throw a punch to counter a punch. Exactly. You got to throw a punch to try to get them to counter so you can right. counter their counter. We got two more things left. How much time we got so we know how we got? Time. I mean, we got time for them, okay, but also cool. it's past my bedtime. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's one in the morning already. Are, are the hookers here? Uh, God. Errol Spence says Terrence Crawford is under bad promotion and does not and will not get a 50-50 split. This is mind games. This is negotiation tactics. This has to be because I know you don't believe that because... Terrence Crawford just got paid more than everybody in PBC did in his last fight right now. Yeah. Than, than any one of them made individually this year. So, there goes that negotiation tactic there. And let's let's, uh, let's wait till we get a little bit closer to the fight. Now, I like the jabs. I want to see them. I don't think I've seen Errol, Sponsor, Errol Spence, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Terrence Crawford respond to anything yet. That's always, that's what makes that that's dude a so bad, scary. That's a bad, it's like, oh, 
Usually when you can draw somebody out, it's just Terrence Crawford's not one of those talkers. He's he, he he's took a, out the hey, pen and paper go, and wrote hey, down go. the date and the time and what you said. Hey, what what do people say when they're uh playing the plates paying playing the Patriots? Yeah. Do not give them bulletin board material. No. Do no. not find a way. Uh-uh. It's just like some people people like Terrence Crawford are in that Jordan category where it's just like do not give them a reason to make you mad. Yeah. Like do do don't get them now Larry, out of anybody, Larry now, now out of everybody, the only person that can talk and run their mouth is Earl Spence. Nobody outside of that. Now, Earl Spence is doing it. He's being clever with it. Because obviously, they're not going to disrespect each other because there's obviously, there's professionalism there. there. And there's a respect there. And there's definitely it's respect. A, there's respect. Because respect. It, it's, it's super sane energy. I guarantee you, if they're in the same room, everybody in the room could feel their power. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> it's like, oh, Everybody so got the glasses on. I'm like, hey, nah. This power level's over a million. Exactly. Right now, you feel it. The guards got their hands on the gun. Bodyguards are tense. Mm-hmm. Time to get separate these guys. They can't be in the same room because it's that powerful and strong. So, I love the way this buildup is going. Just don't disappoint me at all. And, and, and I don't want to see this five years from now. I don't think we'll see. I think I we'll think see so. a lot sooner. But um, if it uh, the rumors are true, hopefully it's inked out. Hopefully uh, Earl Spence and Sean Porter they're making that mm-hmm. fight happen. I need to see that happen. That's just the one step of the clearing out this division for the belts. And let's get this done. My prediction for Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence is going to be the first fight of 2020 um, to kind of set the the bar for that year because that's the only way to do it. You either set the year right or you end it right. I'm going for the second half of next year. Second half of next year. That's probably realistic just because of the names out there. So I like the tactics. I I like the little disses and little jabs. But remember when the man doesn't respond or doesn't get phased? There's something wrong with that man. Yes, you got to be careful because you're going to say something and cross the line, you know, and he's not going to let you know when it happens. And now we got a problem and you be afraid. Remember this dude, he destroyed an auto shop. Yeah. yeah paid a fine probation. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all. And he's destroyed everybody in the ring. They knew who the too. suspect was. You know what I'm saying? They said, bud. And that defined, you know, African American male driving a Bentley or whatever he drives. So that just shows the goon. And, and of course, like, I, I don't, whether he could or couldn't, you're seeing a dynamic in these two fighters where it's like Terrence Crawford just dismantled and destroyed Amir Khan in six rounds. And then you got Earl Spence who, you know. Could not knock it, out. Could not knock out Mike did Garcia. Not, did not. I'm not saying he okay. couldn't. Did not. He did yeah. not knock out Mike Garcia, someone who jumped up two weight classes so did outbox him though did out did outbox him so it's just it's one of those dynamics where you just you're looking at these little things you're trying to find any kind of pattern with these two fighters to say hey he did this but didn't do this oh Mm -hmm. he did this and also did this so it's just like but i I think with these two fighters you can't really tell anything until Mm -hmm. that's why you play the game yeah that's why you buy that's why you play the game that's right that's the only way to find out now there's a pretty decent fight card going on this weekend but i think we're just talking about that main event right yeah Canelo and Daniel Jacobs. Now, we know the miracle, man. We know this man has beat death. Faced Triple G, stood his ground, arguably beat him, not on paper. Going against Canelo, which is definitely the super saiyan of boxing. He is, he, he's the chosen one for sure um, on, on a whole nother level. And he's got that uni- unique flair and look that, that the ladies and, and, and market just loves. People love it. Um he got that little bit of Roberto Duran in him to where he understands English but chooses to speak Spanish when he answers things because 
he doesn't like the way he sounds. He thinks he might sound stupid or something. Or he's, he knows he got that much money. He's like, yeah, I, I, I can talk to you and I can text you right now every question answer. You know what I'm saying? Because I got it like that. So, but now he's doing what most managers and promoters would avoid for you to do. And that's fight just Daniel Jacobs, period. Who is solid, a true middleweight. Well, you got to think, though. Um, he's already paid from the zone. Yeah. So it's not like money's yep. ever been really been the factor too. Yeah. So yeah, now sure. it's now it's really legacy. Well, I mean, he can lose everything today. He'll still live in Mexico as a king. Exactly. You so know? he's so legacy is so this is all for legacy, and we said it. We've said it before. Active boxers, he has the best resume. Yeah. Now Daniel Jacobs, we know it doesn't matter the level of opposition. At he's all. gonna fight you at that level. He's gonna fight you at that level. This will be a fight. A little bit. First mistake loses on this one, I think. Because, and, right. and I mean, I mean, like a clear loss. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jacobs, man, I, it's hard for me to pick against him, but I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. We will see. I think we're gonna see the biggest robbery in boxing. I think we're gonna watch Daniel Jacobs beat Canelo and not get the decision. That's I, my prediction. I, my prediction is gonna be um, split, maybe close to unanimous decision, Canelo, and the reason why. I think Daniel Jacobs is not going to do enough. Just slightly not, not enough. Yeah, I, I think see that. he's not going to do enough uh, to beat Canelo. I think he'll sit there and be game with him. I think he'll make it really competitive. But just that offensive factor, that aggressiveness, I don't think he's going to bring the fight as much as he should to Canelo to beat him. And like, that, that's going to be the key right there. This, because this is like You have to take the fight to Canelo to yeah. beat him. Yeah, you have to stand in the middle and you have to bring the fight to him, like maybe or, or lure him, like and you have to and you have to stay with him, like yeah. you can't. You got to watch your yeah. body shots, but you have to sit there and you have to make him respect you. You cannot. One thing my dad always told me, he, he told me a lot, like uh, when we were playing, well, besides that, <laughs> okay. you got to step on their throats. So yeah. when you have him hurt, when you it's like when you get him down, you have to finish. You have to be able to finish, and that's like the biggest key component. You got to be the the whoremonger Manny Pacquiao, not the yeah. born again Christian. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's what you do. You got to be that Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was the dude who would take your girl in front of you. Yeah, you got to be. And you said nothing. You know saying just you'd be lucky if you were Brad Pitt, because apparently that's the only dude who got a pass. I'm gonna show you something after this too about Michael Rappaport, because I have I have defense for him and his hood pass, by the way. Uh, but Canelo. Daniel Jacobs, what he needs to do is he needs to fight him the exact same way he fought Triple G, except he has to take that risk. Exactly. He fought Triple to. G too safe. Smart. And that's the reason but, why. That's the reason why. And I see the same thing. Yeah, he has to take that risk. If he doesn't take the risk, he's not going to get the decision. And, and it, I, every half the people out there will scream robbery because, you know, the haters that don't like Canelo and want to give him his due... One of the things I love about boxing and boxing fans is that there's not too many haters out there that are true fans. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll, they'll be like, uh, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Like, my, like my man Goodfellow Perella, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, what it is, right? Yeah. I don't I, I, I think he's, I think I saw him working at the tailor now, but <laughs> he ain't fighting no more. That's for working sure. Working at the tuck shop. And you know, you, always, you dress that sharp. You got to have a job somewhere. You know, might be. If, if anything, he's probably posing for photos, and that's about it. But. Yeah, you know where I'm going with that one. Yeah. And Daniel Jacobs needs to be the miracle man and get a miracle. If he gets the knockout, that'll be the biggest miracle since the one in Minneapolis. I can't wait. Recently. I can't wait. I'm psyched about it. Canelo is a beast. This is all going to lead up to possible Triple G fight. But who will fight him? We don't know yet. So you're saying Canelo's going to get the split decision win? Yeah. 
I don't disagree with that decision, but I think Daniel Jacobs will win the fight, but not get the decision. That's my prediction on that one. And I'm going to score that one, and we will give you the results as we're talking about it. Don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. And don't forget to hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkinSmack101. You should see a little bit more consistency as we start to get a better scheduling going on here. Uh, the video is going to come back. I know everybody's asking about it. I know they, they don't want to see me. They probably ask about Shooter here. They heard it. They heard he was out in some academy. Yeah, the academy in the streets working hard, son. You know what I'm saying? I try. I try. Yeah, little do they know he's Michael Winslow in Police Academy over here. Doing sound effects. Ooh, except those sound effects sound like a Street Fighter game with women. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure you hit us up, man. How we winning? What you got for me? You can't be who you're going to be and who you used to be at the same time. Hashtag Viagra. Check him out, man. You know what I'm saying. I'm out. Let's <laughs> go.